A very warm welcome to our Friday Sixth Form Chapel service. I'm in the chapel at the moment. Members of Mary Sydney Hall are not, but they have contributed all of the prayers and readings to this service today. And so we hand over the leadership of it to them now. The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Our first Bible reading is from Micah, chapter 6. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow down before the exalted God? He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. This is the word of the Lord. Our second Bible reading for today is from the first letter of Peter, chapter 5. Verses 5 to 7. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders, all of you. Clothe yourselves with humility towards one another. Because God opposes the proud, but shows favour to the humble. Humble yourselves. Therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. This is the word of the Lord. Well, I'm sure that many of you will have recognised the second half of that first Bible reading that we had from Micah chapter 6. What does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Well, you should recognise it because you've walked through it um, every week for most of this year so far. It's uh, written on the two pillars as we come into chapel. And I hope that even though we're scattered all over the world, coming into our worship today through those verses, if you like, will at least give you that feeling of although you are physically at home, that you're also spiritually in a familiar place as well. So what does the Lord require of us? Firstly, to act justly. One of the real delights of the past few weeks from my limited perspective has been the sense that we're all in this together and we believe that we are all in this together. So people have been acting to make sure that everybody is supported. And as you would hope, the community here at school has been no exception to this. The D&T department have made hundreds of pieces of PPE for care workers and health workers locally. Many have been visiting elderly or vulnerable members of their local areas and taking food and other essentials to them. Food Hub and Food Bank have been assisted with gathering and delivery of food for those who are in a struggle with poverty at this time. And there's been a real sense of appreciation of our essential key workers in society. It feels as though people are ready, willing and able to act justly. 
Anybody who's glanced at Twitter over the last month, though, may well feel that love of mercy has gone out the window. How do you rate yourself on that count? There's a blame game going on all over the world that we would do well not to play. Rather, how can we pray for our leaders? Might it be a creative thing to call God's mercy down on their heads? The final requirement, to walk humbly with your God. Humility is a correct understanding of who we are before God. Though we are creative beings, we are nevertheless creatures ourselves and not the creator. A lively dependence on God's power, care and mercy at a time like this may well guard our sanity as well as our spirituality. As St. Peter puts it in our second reading, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand, promise coming, that he may lift you up in due time. He may lift you up. So Peter concludes, and so do I. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Before the ladies of MSH lead us in our prayers, we just take a moment to bring the cares, the anxieties, or the worries of the day ahead before the Lord. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. I yield my self-sufficiency to God's all-sufficiency in a prayer of Thomas Merton. Give me the strength that waits upon you in silence and peace. Give me the humility which alone is rest, and deliver me from pride which is the heaviest of burdens, and possess my whole heart and soul with the simplicity of love. In Jesus' name, Amen. Risen Christ, for whom no door is locked, no entrance barred, open the doors of our hearts, that we may seek the good of others and walk the joyful road of sacrifice and peace. To the praise of God the Father. Amen. Keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and fearful, and lift up all who are brought low, that we may rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us, and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.